Well, hello, hello. What is up, y'all? This is Scotty Hines with another edition of Bear With Me. So we are on Tuesday night, and I am fixing to start my uh, evening study, but I thought I would just get some uh, things off my chest, should I say. And it's not even really things, man. It's just, you know, I'm kind of observing the world, and like everybody else, I kind of did some little social media fast for, I don't know, about a week or so. Now I'm back on it. And uh, just observing the world, and and hopefully as you listen to this podcast, you can kind of, you know, get some clarity in there. And, and really, the goal the goal is to help ourselves see the world for what it is. And first off, I just want to say on the whole narrative, you know, it's Black Lives Matters, all lives matter. What the way to see between this, like the spiritual warfare between it all, and look at you're having a lot, a lot of Christians. It seems like every Christian, uh, but that's that's how social media and the media works. It, it makes you feel like everybody's leaning a certain way, but it's really not the case. So that's first, you know, knowing what you're looking at. But second, it's just observing the nature of man. And I want to point out just a couple of things when um, I, I'm not on either side. I will give you a verse, and um, I take this verse literal. And I posted it, and I talked about 2020 has been the most amazing year uh, ever so far, both spiritually and financially. And then I quoted Deuteronomy 5, verses 32 to 33, and let me read it. You shall be careful, therefore, to do as the Lord has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left hand. You shall walk in all the way that the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live, and that it, be, that it may go well with you, that you may live long in the land that you shall possess. And that scripture has really um, been my guidance. And here's why, man. When you're stuck in a worldly binary, which left, right, Democrat, Republican, white, black is, it's a binary. I'm going to make one statement on the, the uh, issue to kind of clarify my observation, right? It's, there's blacks and whites on both sides. Okay, there are black people who are posting all lives matter and there are black people all for the black lives matter. That alone tells you, that alone tells you, this is not a race issue. Unless you're like Joe Biden who thinks if you don't vote for him, you ain't black, then yeah, it's not a race issue. It's definitely a black issue. But that's, and unless you're referring to black being a culture and that the blacks who would say all lives matter, you would want to call them uh, Uncle Tom's or Coons, then I understand, but the, 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 that's not the case. So, so we, what we, but what we've established there, it's not a race issue; it's an ideology issue. And I'm not, I'm not promoting one ideology over the other. What I'm trying to point out to you is this: when the world is going in a direction, um, you have to ask yourself, who rules the world, right? Who is running this age? I believe what the Bible says. It says Satan is the god of this age. So if he is the one who's influencing, right? The God, if he's the God of this age influencing society, then we got to look at both binaries and see their deception. It's clear. And I see a lot of people, I, I've even talked to a brother and he was like, should I post this about Black Lives Matter? And then he finally did. He finally posted something about Black Lives Matter. And I gave him my opinion. And my opinion was this, it's not even a, uh, it's, not a it's not a movement. It's another liberal ideology. Because if you're black and you support, um, if you're pro-life, BLM won't support you. If you're black and a Republican, BLM won't support you. So therefore, it's not about blacks. It's about an ideology. But anyhow, I see Christians just wanting to fit in. And this goes back to Galatians 1.10 with understanding you cannot please God and man. You simultaneously can't. That's why you can't be a godly politician. Politicians are completely, um, their whole goal, their whole aim is to please man. 
And if you kind of just watch Trump over, over almost four years now, it's very obvious he'll say things and he sees where his base gets rattled and then he panders to them. It's, 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 it's a common move that someone who's trying to please people do. And honestly, he has to please people. He's a, he's a president. That's his job. Just like Brock's, Bush, go down the line. They all have to be people pleasers. But now back to the church. The church is honestly just seeking to please man. I get the desire to want to speak out against injustice. Who doesn't? You know, um, there, I mean, there are people who don't, but seriously, who doesn't? And, and when you get thrown in a binary scene, if you don't support this, well, then you're that. Well, I'm sorry. That's just not how it works. People don't assume someone's ideology. But now back to uh, just kind of looking at things spiritually. Look, man, man always wants to rule. And when I say man, it could be a godly man, um, not, not a child of the most high, but someone who represents, like, it could be a pastor. When I say godly man, I mean like a pastor or a church leader. They could want to lead. And they want power. Not all pastors. But man in general wants, loves, desires power. And you have to look at how, how are they gaining their power? You know, how are they tightening? And really, they build narratives. They get us to support the narratives. And then we want to die for these narratives. So we see so many Christians. And it's birthed out of their patriotism, which is cool. I get it. But that can't lead their lifestyle. But you'll see them just really pro-MAGA. And they think that's the whole solution for everything. When it's not. He's another man looking for power. Um, he may have more, um, you know, he may more have views and, and has an ideology that might fit yours a little more. Absolutely. I can totally see that. Then you have the left, and they're doing the same, man. They, they, they just want power, okay? And it's pretty obvious they want power. I mean, just look at four years of presidencies, and this is how foolish you'll see man is. So if you see Satan's running the world, he's using the binaries to cause confusion because he's the father of chaos, right? And there's no truth in him. There's no, uh, there's no light in him, so he's going to create chaos and confusion. And then you look at the world, the world's completely confused. And then you look at these Christians, they want to use scripture to support these worldly binaries, when in reality, God has called us out of the world to be in it and not out of it. To show people, whether it's the black or the white community, that there's a way to live and it's according to God's law and principles and it will distinguish you from the world. It'll put God's blessings, true blessings, not no monetary blessings that people like to say, oh, God has blessed me. You know, um, that's, that's monetary financial you know, provision. And God could be giving you an abundance, but you've got to ask why. That's how a man, that's how a woman of God would respond. Why are you giving me this abundance? Because you have a, a sense of responsibility to it. But if you just take a step back and start looking at the world, see the chaos, see the confusion, and know, and know, and know that it's not of God. That is totally of man. And man will create these binaries, and he'll, he'll institute this confusion, and, and just to get man to fight it. And, you know, the black community, and I, and I see them posting about defunding the police, and be careful what you wish for. Michael Scott said it best. Climate, uh, what does he say? Uh, change isn't always a good thing. Just ask the climate. Even though I don't really believe in climate change. Um, it's a funny joke. And it's spot on. You know, you're going to see cops removed. You know, and I'll say something pretty harsh. I don't understand why everybody's trying to um, act as if this George uh, Floyd gentleman was some righteous human. I mean, the dude was forging a check to get drugs. He had drugs, and he was doing it in the presence of his daughter. That's not a character assassination. That's an observation of a man who, look, if he was serving God, you know what I mean? If he was falling after his father Abraham, he wouldn't have been in those shoes. And that's, that's one thing I want to you know, understand is why, isn't, uh, you know, why doesn't the black community hold themselves accountable? 
I don't know the statistics. It was almost 300 deaths by gunshot. And out of those 300 deaths, this is in Chicago, only three of them were by cops on black people. The rest were black on black crime. And that's kind of like, that's what I want to, you know, what I, you know, if you, you want my vote, like you, you even want to get me curious, like hold your own people accountable, hold your own culture accountable. You know, if you're going to be a culture that throws out the biggest coon of them all, Snoop Dogg, who's owned by white people, who's owned by Jews, and he's pushed out there and told what to do, and you're going to listen to him as your influence, and you're not going to call out gangster rap, you're going to uh, promote music that says F the police, and you're going to wonder why your communities are, are in conflict with cops. This isn't on accident. You know, you, you might find this hard to believe. I'm not even trying to paint a correlations, but you go to impoverished white communities, you have the same issue. You know, they may not be stealing bikes in the impoverished white community. They're stealing copper. You know, both cultures have their degenerates. And if you step back and start holding just your people accountable, you'll see different results. Um, but you, but it, takes, you know, it takes strength and it takes a vision from God. Because you, you, you know, look, look at the community of the black man, right? The black kid, he's going to want to, and I understand like the desire to please man, right? And, and I've already established Galatians 1.10 says you can't please man and God, but and you look in these communities and these fatherless kids, they look to the hood as their father. And that's a difficult thing to reject. I get it. But it doesn't mean you can't do it. And it doesn't mean the community shouldn't start holding them accountable and calling them out of that. That's the only way you're going to have any type of salvation for your people. Is to sanctify yourself from the world. You know, and walk away. Walk away from the world and its sin. And walk in the promises and the riches that Christ has for you. Man, God has a lot in store for us, but we, forf- we forfeit it because we want to be in the world and of the world. And that's always going to hinder, hinder, hinder your walk greatly. You know, so here's something I want to read. And when you think of the world and who's running the world, well, I would say Satan is influencing, right? And then look, at there's a quote from George Soros. This is six years ago. Listen to what he says. I'm going to bring down the United States by funding black hate groups. Oh, snap. We'll put them in. We'll put them into a mental trap and make them blame white people. Black, the black community is the easiest to manipulate. That was an interview he did in Germany's Build, September 2014. Yet I would be called crazy. I remember being called crazy when I said Bill Gates wants to take out 15% of the population. My buddy said, "You're crazy." That's not what he said. Well, pretty sure that's what he said. And. And then just, just start looking at some of the stuff here. So I, I kind of took some snapshots of society. I wanted to observe society in a snapshot. And it says diversity was always code for less white people. Racism was always code for always code for pathological white racial consciousness. Mask off. All whites have a virus. It's too late to be innocent. They don't want justice and peace. They hate you and coexists off the table. So this lunatic thinks that I have a disease and there's no innocence in me she's so retarded she has no idea that i'm an irish man who who comes from a lineage that never even owned slave as a matter of fact if you follow my lineage long enough you'll find slaves in my irish lineage but hey what she's retarded and of the world so her, her message will go out and then look at my fa- my wife's family they're they're indians they're straight up mashikas aztecs pure um so what are my kids you know, that's how you just respond to this, this, this lady. How, what are my kids then? And then here we go. Police do something terrible. 90% of white people. That's murder. Media goes, 
Media goes, murder of a black man has the nation divided. White people, no, there's no division. This is actual murder. And Ice Cube and others share fake memes. You're killing, try, uh, your memes tying killers to the MAGA movement. And that's true. You'll see the cubes and you'll see all the influencers that always try to tie racism to the Republican Party. One thing you ought to know about whites, if you want to call it the white community and racism, they hold their people to the same accountability that they're trying to call your people to. Um, that's another thing too, like, you guys want all like this, this diversity, but yet when we speak, you tell us we can't say anything. We have no authority. It's like, dude, th th this is just stupid. This is about power. When you see white people bending over to kiss the feet of black men, let's rewind that. If you see people bending over to kiss the feet of another man, my friend, that is, that is deception at the highest level. That is a man, not being a man, but being a slave. And the man who's allowing, the black people who are allowing these white people to kiss their feet, let me tell you something. You are ODing on power. And you love that power. And you may call yourself a Christian, but that is ungodly. Okay? That is so ungodly that you would allow another man to bow at your feet and then you think that's honoring God. My man, you are deceived. And white man, even if your ancestors owned a slavery, um, a plantation, whatever, dude, you don't bow to no one's feet. You want to help the black community? Stop treating them like they're, they're sensitive and need gloves to be handled. Treat a black man like a black man. Like a man. Treat a black woman like a woman. Like a woman. Just treat them normal. You bow to them, that's nonsense. You just treat people normal. This, this is all so simple. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Malcolm X got it. Look what he said. Look what he says. 1% control the world. That's true. 4% are sellouts and puppets, i.e. Snoop Dogg, Cardi B. 90% are asleep. I would say it's predominantly the church and everyone else. 5% know and are trying to wake up the 90%. I would figure I'm in the 5%. I never find myself in the binaries. And I'm always trying to point to obvious observations that are contradictions. And here it goes. The 1% don't want the 5% to wake up the 90%. It's so true. You know, I've grown fond of Malcolm X. I've been taught to hate him as a kid because uh, his message was supposedly racist and whatnot. But I've actually kind of dug the guy's message. And it says right here, look at this one. It says, Black Lives Matter. Melbourne has issued a list of requirements of required behaviors from white people attending their protests, which includes, which includes no selfies and demand that if a black person tells you to do something, you do it immediately without question. Is this what it's like to be in the world? Is this what it is like to be stuck in the world? Man, I'm glad I'm not of this world. To sit there and think that I'm going to show solidarity and then you're just going to tell me to bow? <laughs> 1,200 public health experts have signed an open letter asserting that BLM, Black Lives Matters, mass gatherings should be encouraged because white supremacy is a bigger health threat than COVID. You know, I, I, I have a, a, a plan. You really want to get rid of whiteness? I, have, I, I could tell you how right now. Make a plan to get Mexican women all over the country. Right? Mexican women. Yes. The white man loves the Indians and the Mexican women. Trust me. You want to remove whiteness. Use wisdom. Isn't there's a passage in the Bible where uh, a prophet, well, my, my wife's looking at me like, yep, that's right. There's, a, there's a, a section in the Bible where a prophet, or excuse me, where the sons, and you know, I apologize. I should know where it's at, but it's coming right off the top of my head. But certain sons of a tribe, they started marrying the women of another culture. And uh, 
God was mad at it. That's a whole other thing. It has nothing to do with skin color because just so you know, those Hebrews that he was mad at, they were black. So it's not even a white and black thing. It's a cultural thing. But is you can always get the man through the woman. And trust me, bring yourself a lot of godly Mexican women and you will, you will definitely thin out the white race. They love them some Mexican skin women. And then uh, here we got another one. Going bald for BLM. So get a bunch of people, white people, to shave their heads and look like Nazis. Yes, that is, that is the way uh, to cure racism. Man, this stuff is, this stuff is, uh, this stuff's getting fun. They say the end of the world was crazy, man. I didn't realize it was going to be this fun. And I, I say that facetiously. I don't mean it's all fun, but I ain't going to lie, man. I am having a good time. I, I feel very uh, blessed. And it's not, it's not blessed like, oh, I'm laughing at everybody. It's just a sense of peace, man. And it, and it came when I sanctified myself from the world. You know, I, I am now on a mission just to share people. Like, look, dude, all this debt, all this this debt y'all are chasing for homes and cars and phones and prestige, that's all the trap. And the more you go after it, the more bound you get. Think about a young family right now. I say, hey, come move with me to the rural areas of the, of the country. Let's go start a homestead. Oh, I can't. I got a car to pay off. I got student loans. Debt, debt, debt. Do you, don't you understand the whole system of school is to start your life off in debt. It is to get you in a debt mind, a debt mindset. Leverage my future for instant gratification. That is slavery. Wake up. Man, you got to get, you got to think about this. You can't, you can't get a loan if you have bad credit. But there's all of these exceptions if you're going to go to school. Why? Well, we both know the schools are pretty much, they, they indoctrinate, okay? You can argue with me all you want, go argue with someone else, but they do, okay? Second, I'm talking college. They, they, they start your life off in debt and teach you a behavioral practice of, of leverage your future for instant, right? And as opposed to work and, and save money and learn how to balance and learn how to control your situations in life and be prepared for them. You start your life off in debt. Now tell that man, tell that woman to go and, and separate themselves from the world. They can't. They're enslaved to debt. That's the trap you have to realize. Like, what is the world doing? It's trying to enslave you and it's trying to divide you. It's very obvious. Okay, there's just a lot of layers to it. But when you take, like when Jesus interprets the law, he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and your neighbor as yourself. And it sums up all 10. Honestly, if you can look and just observe the world and say, okay, Satan is the authority of this world, right? He's got all the influence and he's influencing us through our sin. Pretty obvious. It's extremely obvious. You'd have to lie to yourself to deny it. There could be a little, few more ins and outs to it, but it's essentially the gist of it, okay? Once you see that, then you start to ask yourself, well, how is he binding us? Right? Division? Oh, that's easy to see. That's why you have the, the church just divide. The fact that the church is divided over a worldly issue just tells you all you need to know about that issue. It is not of God. God has concern for the poor and the broken. I get it. I'm not at all making the argument of not ministering to the minorities. And let's just say this. As an Irishman, I've, I've ministered to more minorities than most minorities have. So um, I'll just leave that right there. And I'll let my resume speak to that. But anyhow, going back a little, you start to see the divide. That's ungodly. And then you start to ask yourself, how? Debt. Debt's the leading one. Debt causes all... Debt. debt breaks up marriages. Debt destroys fathers. You want to see slavery and debt? Look at the... the, the I'm only saying it because of the damn binary that this country's in. Look at the white community. 
The black community will look to the white community and be like, oh, they have everything. No, they don't. Their fathers are present but absent. They're having the same type of issues. They just manifest differently. And their slavery, think about the white man. He's essentially paying all the debt in the country, right? He pays all the tax. You want to put the binaries and kind of observe the world. And look at what he's stuck in and look what he's mad about, right? And then you have the other side that's more in the impoverished area. And these are the two that are divided. And you have the white man who's, who's, who's carrying all the debt. He's carrying the burdens. He's stressed out, working a gazillion hours. Can't give his kid attention because he's barely got time for his wife. He's one of his wife sleeping around on him. He's all this chaos. He can't enjoy life. And, and that, my friend, is a form of slavery. But you're deceived. You look at that and you go, oh, that's, he has everything. His daddy's in the home. They have an RV and they go camping. Young black man, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived by the gravel. That stuff will slave you. Freedom in Christ. First off, knowing who you are in Christ. I'm, I, am a, I am a child of Abraham. A legit child of Abraham. The Bible tells me I've been adopted. So I can look at Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all the prophets of the promise. They are my ancestors. I've been adopted. Grafted in. Love it. Same with you, black man. Don't be looking. Don't look at 1600 and slavery. That's just part of your history. I can tell you this. Believe it or not, every culture has been enslaved. So just just move on from the slavery thing. That is that is a, 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 a that is a narrative to keep you bound and angry, because when you're angry, your mind's cloudy. You can't think straight. But but trust me, get out of that narrative. Put that down. Yeah, it's part of your lineage. But look at your fathers. Even in the slavery, how many of your slave fathers rose up and fought? They fought and got their freedom. Dude, that's something to be proud about. My ancestors did it. You just got to be rational in your, in your logic. Have a biblical understanding of the world and stop dividing yourself. Look, you as a believer have been called to sanctify yourself. Be holy for I am holy. Peter says that in the New Testament. Holy means set apart. Be set apart as God is set apart. The word holy has been, has been uh, uh, interpreted as like better, holier than thou. No, my friend, separate. It means to be separate. When God uses something, it's separated from the world. My friend, be separated from the world as I, God, am separated from the world. Start with the way you provide. Look to God. You want to know something crazy about money? And the whole tax system in the Old Testament. You know God would punish you if you brought money? Now, he wouldn't curse you. But you'd have to pay a 20% tax, a 10 or 20% tax on top of your tithe if you were going to tithe with money. And the reason why I look at that and I wonder, why did God do that? I think it's because money represents the currency of the world. Now, I could be over-interpreting this. I get it. But I think the holiness of that concept is God wants the worship that comes from our hands, from the labor, right? Money is a currency that has been developed in the world. That's why he likes fruit, the first fruit, you know the purest of our, of our animals. He wants those sacrifices. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's because, man, money is the world's currency. It was graveled upon us, you know, um, I don't know how long ago, I don't know when the Rothschilds and all that nonsense started, but uh, it's true. And, and we're enslaved to debt. And so it's, it's really up to us to control the narrative, right? Use the Bible as your compass. You're in this world, child, but not of it. Okay? 
And start to believe the Bible. Start to believe in man's depravity. Start to believe that man is depraved and man wants to kill you. Okay? Not, not necessarily as an individual. Man is depraved. Man wants power. Man will do whatever it takes to get power. And the more grappled his heart is, the more sin and power he gets, the more he'll go after. So you've got to pay attention to that. Be wise. Know your understandings. Allow the Lord to purify your mind. Cast all the high thoughts down and cast them down in the name of Jesus. And watch him strengthen you. Put on the armor of God. Test all things. And start putting God first in all that you do. Read your scriptures. Don't be foolish. You know, unless you're going to be a fool for Christ when he says that he will use the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. That, my friend, is that when the world calls you a fool, that is when you're ripe for the Lord to use you. For the Lord to use you in a mighty way. Here's another one. It says, Vince James, it's objectively true that 90% of interracial crime is black and white. And yet we still see articles trying to convince majority of the population that it's actually in reverse. It's completely blackwards. Uh, <laughs> she wrote that, not me. Um, and then I got a funny post of uh, Joe Biden wearing a Malcolm X hat. I think it had to do when he said that if you're not black. Um, anyhow. Let's see what else I have. That's about it, man. That's about it I really wanted to talk about. I feel like I had something good. Oh, well. Looking through my photos here. And um, you know who is killing it? And they are, they are sarcastic and on fire. It is Babylon B. Man, if I, if I could have just figured out how to do that before they did, oh, man, I've been a very happy man. Uh, very happy man. Here's what I'd say. I will leave you guys with the scripture. Ezekiel 34.10. And this is the God you serve. Don't let, don't let pastors tell you Jesus has gotten rid of the Old Testament and that he's the God of love and the Old Testament is someone different. My friend, Jesus is the fulfillment. He is the word of this God. He is the living embodiment of these words. Okay? Elohim. Yahweh. Thus says Yehovah. Behold, I am against the shepherds and I will require my sheep at their hand and put a stop to their feeding the sheep. No longer shall the shepherds feed themselves. I will rescue my sheep from their mouths that they may not be food for them. That, my friend, is a passage that speaks to pastors fleecing. Fleecing its people for their own gain. And I would say this. If you're in a church and that church is bowing and that church is catering to Black Lives Matter, just read what Black Lives Matter is. It represents nothing biblical. The fact that you are representing it and trying to support it shows you, my friend, are looking you are looking to please the world. And if you are a pastor and you hear this and you are leading your flock, if you are leading your flock to please the world, my friend, God is coming after you and God will judge you. You must repent. Teach them God's law and commandments. Teach them God's grace and mercy and teach them how to build their homes and to establish the priesthood in their, priesthood in their home. Stop looking to make your black pastor friends smile Look to honor God. The black and white narrative is made up by man caused, uh, to cause division. Wake up, repent, put God first. And you will realize that in Christ, there's no Jew, there's no Greek, there's no Gentile, no free, no slave, nothing. We're all one in one. One God, one baptism, one spirit. 
And with that, I hope you were blessed. I hope you were encouraged. Please DM me. Let me know what your thoughts. Reach out. Let's continue to grow this thing. I'm going to start a live chat pretty soon here. And uh, I'm going to go verse by verse through the Bible. Start just spitting scripture and inviting people to join. When I say spit, it comes from my old hip-hop days where I'm going to flow. <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to share scripture. Start in the book of Gal- uh, excuse me, Genesis. And I'm uh, going to go through God's word. Anyhow, God bless y'all. Keep posting, keep crushing, keep Christ at the center of your home. And know this, God will require your soul when you die. So be good with it. Amen.